Once we come to the understanding that the entire Bible is for today, from Genesis all the way till the end of Revelation, one of the first questions that are often posed or come up is, well, doesn't the Bible say that men are never allowed to cut their beards? I mean, doesn't that what the law of God says? In this video, we're going to look at what the word really says. So stay tuned and let's find out. The verse that comes to mind when we talk about beards is the famous Leviticus 19. In this verse, it seems that God is saying that amongst many other commandments that we are not allowed to let a razor touch our beard. We're not allowed to cut it at all. And so, I mean, I don't have a beard, so and I and I'm trying my best to follow God. So where does that leave me in relation to scripture? Well, let's understand what is the context of this passage. As always, context is important. And then we'll see what God was really asking of us to do. Leviticus 19 verse 26. Do not eat meat with the blood. Do not practice divination or magic. Do not round the corner of your head, nor destroy the corner of your beard. And do not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor put tattoo marks on you. I am Yahweh. Now, if you noticed, I actually read three verses to you right now. I read the verse right before the, the key verse we're talking about and the verse right thereafter because context is important. If you just take one verse out of your Bible and you try and put that verse on the front page of a newspaper and, you, and people would think this is what it means. But when you look at the context, it can mean something really different. And so we must make sure that we read everything in context so we can understand what the writer is trying to say and what God is trying to say. So what is the context of this verse? Well, first off, we see that he talks about do not eat meat with blood. Okay, and then he says, do not practice divination or magic. Okay, then he talks about not cutting the uh, corners of your beard. And then he goes on and he says, do not make cuttings in your flesh for the dead. All right. And he says, then do not put the two marks on you. So we have all of these things and all these things are what the pagans do today. Or if they're not doing it today anymore, they did it back in, 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 in the ancient times. All these things are, are, are ancient pagan practices that God is t- telling the Israelites about to call them out from the nations around them and for them to be holy or set apart from everyone else. Now, before we go on, we need to ask the question, what does this word round really mean? Because it's quite peculiar. He says, do not round the corners or the edges of your head. I mean, that's kind of vague. What does round mean? When we look into the Hebrew word for round, it is the word knockoff. And in the Strong's H5362, it means to strike with violence or to destroy. So he is actually using the word destroy. He says, do not destroy the edges of your beard. Now, it's interesting. So we know that he's talking about destroying and, and, and this is all in context of all these ancient practices. So the, the common thing now would be to ask, well, what did the ancient people do in relation to destroying their beards? When we go on in Deuteronomy, we actually read another verse that's the same commandment. 
And it actually is given in the same exact context. He says in Deuteronomy 14 verse 1, You are the children of Yahweh your God. Do not cut yourselves nor shave the front of your head for the dead. Right, so both of these pieces in the Torah and the scriptures and the law of God are saying, do not cut yourself and do not shave either your head or the corner of your head for the dead. So this is clearly about mourning. The, the, and in fact, the ancient people did this. They often went and they mourned for the dead by ripping out their beard or, or, or ripping out their hair or, or anything like that. It was an ancient practice. And God is saying, you will not mutilate yourself in that way. You will not cause destruction on yourself. You won't destroy yourself in that way when you mourn for the dead. And you're not going to cut yourself. You're going to tattoo yourself for the dead like the pagans do. And I mean, we see that today. We see ancient cultures, even well, cultures who, who, who has ancient roots, who today still do the whole morning thing and they pull out their beards. We still have people even in modern day today, even Americans, even Western, uh, the Western culture who go and they tattoo themselves for the dead. When someone dies, they tattoo themselves to make them as a means of remembrance. God says you will not do that. You will not tattoo yourself because that is making destruction, putting destruction on your body. I did not make you have tattoos. And so you will not do that. So let's look at a few scriptural examples of mourning for the dead. The first one is in Ezra 9 verse 3. And when I heard this word, I tore my garment and my robe and plucked out some of the hair of my head and beard and sat down astonished. Here we have Israel going and when he heard a really bad word, when he was really disappointed or, or, or when, his, when he entered a state of mourning, what he did was he ripped out his hair, he ripped out his beard. That was his reaction. In Isaiah 15 verse 2, we read, He has gone up to the house of Dibon, to the high places to weep. Moab is wailing over Nebo and over Mayadoba. On all their heads is boldness and every beard is cut off. Every beard is destroyed. It's that word destroyed. So it's not necessarily cutting off a razor. It is the same word for destroying. All right. Next up, we have Jeremiah 9 verse 26. He says on Egypt and on Judah and on Edom and on the sons of Ammon and on Moab and on all cutting or destroying the corner of the beard who are dwelling in the wilderness for all the nations are uncircumcised and all the house of Israel are uncircumcised in the heart. He talks about these ancient people and one of the characteristics of them is that they're uncircumcised in their hearts. In other words, they're lawless. They're not following God of their hearts. But also, they are those people who mourn for the dead by making, by destroying their beards or their hair. In fact, it would not make sense for God to come and say, well, you guys, you're not allowed to ever cut your beard because God did later, later instruct those who keep the Nazarite vow to actually cut all the hair from their bodies. So if God has a problem with men having shorter hair on their body or cutting any kind of hair on their body, then God would have 
not commanded a Nazarite to cut hair, nor the priests. The priests were instructed to also cut their hair. Number six, verse 18. And the Nazarite shall shave the head of his separation at the door of the tent of appointment and shall take the hair from the head of his separation and put it on the fire, which is under the slaughtering of the peace offerings. So the instruction in relation to men um, not being allowed to cut their beard is really in relation to mourning. We are not allowed to 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 cause destruction on our bodies or strike ourselves or cut or rip out our beards or rip out our hair or anything like that when we are mourning. No matter how grieved we are, we can't go and cause any kind of self-harm to ourselves. That is really what the, the heart of this commandment is. But even though the scriptures may seem clear, there are many arguments that have been made for uh, that we should grow beards, that beards must be part of a man's appearance. Well, let's let's look at some of these arguments and, and look at what the scriptures say. We have the story of David, where David's servants were taken by this pagan and their beards were shaved off. We see them then being embarrassed by that. And, and, it's, and, they, and it's, been, it's called a shame by the scriptures to have been shaved. Let's have a look at this story. In 2 Samuel 10 verse 4. So Hanan took David's servants and shaved off half of their beards and cut off their garments in the middle as far as their buttocks and sent them away. And they informed David and he sent to meet them. Because the men were greatly ashamed and the sovereign said, wait at Jericho until your beards have grown and then return. So after this man goes and with the, he has this idea, he wants to embarrass these men. And what he does is he cuts off half their beards. And, and this is, of course, a huge embarrassment. And David tells them, you can go and separate yourselves until your beards grow back and then you can come back because you're so ashamed. Now, there are a few reasons that he did this. Number one is when your beard is shaved, there is a big change of appearance on a man, right? We can all agree. So therefore, everyone would notice everyone would know. Because now, remember, guys, if, if someone is going to come and shame you, the whole idea is for the story to travel amongst the other people so that people will gossip and talk behind your back, make fun of you, etc. That is what sh the, the, that is what causes shame. And so the best way for these men to not to not draw more attention by now going into the streets with their beard shaven is by actually going and separating themselves, waiting for their beards to grow back so they look like the way they looked before and then come into public appearance so that by then people would have already forgotten. There would be no more shame upon these men because people would not be giving them any more attention. Furthermore, on top of this, there was a cultural idea that if a man had had shaved, there was it was a shameful thing. All right. So culturally it was shameful so that means like if you were a hebrew and you you had you were clean shaven it wasn't something to be proud of this was however a cultural phenomenon when we look at today even today uh, in our culture maybe or maybe 50 years ago or so in the western culture a, a man who had a very long beard would be actually that would be a shame 
It would be, have been a shame for a man to grow out a beard. Today, it's becoming more acceptable because of the hipster movement and all these things. But previously, it, it was a shame to actually not have to, to actually have a beard. So we have different and when you look at throughout the ages, there are times when it was a shame to have a beard. There were times it was a shame to not have a beard, etc. Depending on what culture, what time, etc. you look at. So the, the point is, is that, yes, these men were ashamed, but this doesn't necessarily mean that it was a sin. It simply means that the culture around him deemed it a shame. So just because a culture deems it a shame to, to, have, to not have a beard, that doesn't mean that it's a sin. It doesn't mean that God disapproves. It doesn't mean that God um, likes beards or doesn't like beards. It simply means it's a cultural phenomenon. And so we can't take anything other than that from these verses. Another argument made that men must grow beards is that it didn't need to be mentioned in the Bible, that that it is that God just expected. And because it was so part of the culture that it wasn't needed to be actually mentioned again. The fact of the matter is, it's not in the Bible. And if it's not mentioned in scripture, then like thou shalt have a beard that you must grow a beard. Then it's not an instruction from God and you cannot go and lift that to the place of law. But also, is it, does that mean that God is there still this underlying thing that God does desire all men to grow beards and that it would be better for us to do that, to have better favor with God or anything like that? You know, many say that because God made men with with beards and that by nature men grow our beards. Therefore, we should not go shave our beards or destroy our beards, because if we cut our beard, that would be going against nature and going against what God, how God made us rebelling against how God made us. Well, first off, not all men can grow beards. There is a massive population of men who simply cannot grow beards and not even a little. Many Asian men as, as well as um, Indian, Native uh, uh, American Indians, they just do, their genetics do not allow the growing of beards for men at all. Does this make it a sin for them now because they can't grow a beard? Or does that make them wrong for them? No, God made them in the way that they that they cannot grow a beard. Therefore, expecting that men must grow beards would be ridiculous because some would then feel more alienated from God or alienated from people around them like fellowships. If we reject them because they don't have a beard than others. And we, and we can't allow that. that. That is not God's heart. That is actually false. It's dangerous doctrine to hold on to that will cause division and is not founded in Scripture. Furthermore, if we make the argument that we must grow those men who can grow beards must grow them because that's how God made them. Then we also need to make the argument that women are never allowed to cut any hair or remove any hair from their bodies or that we are not allowed to, dare I say, cut our nails because all these things are part of our body and these are things that grow, but it, that requires grooming to. But if we say that we need to throw out all grooming because grooming is against the work of God or how God made us, where do we draw the line? You see, we're going to need to go and start picking and choosing. And there I say, brothers and sisters, that men, the hair of men grow out by nature too. Does that mean that all men are never allowed to cut their hair on their head as well? 
No, men most certainly are allowed. We can do as we please. It is a preference. It is whatever you desire to do. This is part of our, our identity. It's part of who we are. You can go and you can you can have, you know, have a beard or you can cut your beard or you can have a different style of beard. It is all right. As long as we don't do what the pagans do and, and, and mutilate our beards or cut ourselves. Or if we know that there is a very common cultural trend, for example, that all pagans wear their beards in a certain way. And then anyone who wears a beard in that way is identified as, let's say, a Satanist or a pagan. Then, yes, it would be good for us to abstain from that style so that we would not cause confusion around people. However, you know, with this all being said, there's a good chance that Yeshua, Jesus Christ, had a beard. He was a Hebrew. He was in the midst of a culture where beards were very prevalent. And it is a good chance that he would come back with a beard. You know, of course, I don't know that. But the point is, is that he was Hebrew. And therefore, his culture at the time that he was born into was a culture that grew beards. And that is oftentimes where the whole stigma comes from, that we ought to do that. We ought to, we must grow beard. Is it a bad thing to grow a beard? No. Is it a good thing to grow a beard? Yeah, maybe, but it's not a requirement and it's not something that's going to bring you closer to God. What is more important to bring you closer to God is your intimacy with him, your relationship with him, your love for others. Not that this unity you cause by drawing a line in the sand and saying you have a beard and you don't. You know, we ought not to be caught up in these ridiculous things. It is not in scripture. It was never a stumbling block in scripture. And if we make it a stumbling block, we can make one of these little children stumble. And if we do, we will be in liable to judgment to God for that. So we must be careful not to call, put restrictions where God has placed none. It is not a sin to have any style of beard. You can have any you want. May God bless you and keep you. Thank you.